0: Welcome to Gut Wisdom, a show about work, life, and how to succeed in both. It's radio that resonates. Now, here are your hosts, Deirdre Koppelman and J.G. John Gasman.
1: Do you ever wonder what it is that makes you click with some, yet clash with others? Not only in your personal life, but especially at work. Joining us tonight is Dr. Suzanne Vickberg, a social personality psychologist who has studied how people's thoughts, behaviors, and preferences are influenced. Ooh, Ooh. juicy show.
2: (laughs) Yeah, not only is it juicy, this is going to be exciting because I always learn from these shows. So definitely, if you want to improve your connections with people from kind of like all walks of life, You are in for an amazing show tonight.
1: Amazing wisdoms. There is no question that the dynamics in workplaces can be pretty dramatic at times, right? And I'd say dramatic and draining, actually. Wouldn't you, J.G.? Definitely. So thanks to our guests tonight, we are all going to learn how to identify
2: different work styles and personalities and how to navigate relationships that you may typically clash with.
1: Yeah. So Dr. Suzanne Vickberg is uh, listeners, the co-author of a book called Business Chemistry, Yeah, and uh, we'll be giving five of those books away later. And J.G., you took the test, didn't you? I failed. No, you couldn't fail. You can't fail the it's test. It's work style. <laughs> and it's not a
2: test. It's actually, I consider it an assessment.
1: Okay. So, so are you a pioneer, a guardian, a driver, or an integrator?
2: You'll have to wait till our next segment to find out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to guess I think that you are a pioneer. But anyway, listeners, stay tuned for a great show. We're coming back with Dr. Suzanne Vickberg to learn how the differences in personality styles don't always have to clash. Only on Got Wisdom on WCBS eight
0: eighty. WCBS delays of two hours plus with drive time traffic every five minutes live from Chopper eight eighty. We're just getting the first look here. Plus all the latest news.
3: Several buildings have been evacuated.
0: WCBS News Radio eight eighty.
1: Have you ever met someone for the first time and you've thought to yourself, Wow, we definitely have chemistry. It's like the first time we met. <laughs> there was no chemistry <laughs> you there talk, You just got me <laughs> off guard Maybe you're at work and you're dreading a certain upcoming meeting, JG Why? Because maybe you don't click Hmm, Sound familiar with some of your coworkers? I mesh with everybody Sure thing You're listening to Gut Wisdom I'm Deirdre Koppelman here with your co-host John Gasman, a.k.a. JG As everybody likes to call you
2: Absolutely yes. Except my mother, when I'm bad She calls me Jonathan Yeah Mm -hmm. Jonathan. (laughs) And then I know I could tell from the tone. Yeah. So kind of fun stuff tonight. Yes, it is. And this isn't your usual talk radio where we talk about finance or politics, you know, sports. That's not our thing. We're here to share wisdoms, wisdoms that everyone can learn from each other. And that's what it's all about is giving back to others
1: and learning something new to help you in your life Mm -hmm. at home or at work. Yeah, Because they're, they're blended I don't know how most people I mean we divide our time But I don't think we can Divide uh, our growth Right, so tonight, very excited. Yes, our, yes. Our guest talking about chemistry, uh, doctor, and it's not the science kind, so don't worry. <laughs> uh, doctor Suzanne Vickberg, the co-author of Business Chemistry, it's a powerful book to help you identify four very specific working styles. And Doctor Vickberg, we're going to call you Doctor Suze, has wisdoms oh. on how each of us can strengthen our relationships. With those we might typically clash with, and I would say, I'll venture to guess, and Dr. Suzel, you know, chime in after. I think that some of the wisdoms we'll get tonight we can probably use in our personal lives as well. But we'll find out. So, JG, special round of applause. Special round. Woo! Welcome, Dr. Suzanne Dickberg. Yes. you. Welcome.
2: So glad to have you. Thank you. And you come originally. You hail from Minnesota. I understand, right? That's right. It's kind of cold there during the winter time.
3: Yes. Plenty hot in the summer,
2: though. Yeah, and you got two kids. Yes. So do you use any of this on your children? Do you know? Yeah,
3: we've actually... One is 11 and one is 13, so Uh they're getting to the age where we're starting to suspect that they have uh, opposite types from each other. So we so, do talk about it at home.
2: Yeah, so let's talk about it. So what is, so you wrote this book, Business Chemistry, with your your partner, uh, what is her name Kim again? Kim Christford. she's the okay. Managing
3: Director for Deloitte uh, Greenhouse Experience Group.
2: Special shout out to Deloitte tonight? Yes. Yeah, so what is business chemistry? And what are the four primary business chemistry types, as I read in the book?
3: So uh, we wrote this book because we wanted people to learn how to work across their differences. So Mm -hmm. there are four primary types that we talk about in the book. Mm -hmm. There's the pioneer. You're a pioneer. Or was I not supposed to give that away?
2: You already told me, <laughs> <insight. All right. laughs> Well, okay. I
3: did. I did guess. Um, I did guess you were a pioneer uh, when we talked earlier. Uh, pioneers tend to be really focused on possibilities, and they're the ones who really bring the energy and the imagination to a team. And there's an opposite of the pioneer, which is the guardian. Mm. I'm a guardian.
2: Uh-oh. uh Oh, yeah,
3: yes. So I can the- see how we're
2: gonna clash. <laughs>
3: The guardian is really the person who values stability, and they're going to bring order and rigor.
1: Interesting. So there's the, let me get this right, pioneers. Mm -hmm. We have one here, that's JG. Mm -hmm. We have a guardian, Dr. Mm -hmm. Seuss. That's two. That's two. What are the other two? What are the other two?
3: So then there is the driver, and the driver Mm -hmm. is the one who most values challenge, and that can mean pursuing a big challenge or challenging another person. Mm-hmm. And they're the ones who really are going to generate momentum on a team. Hmm. And then their opposite is the integrator. And the integrator really values connection. And that's the person that really draws the team together and focuses on the relationships.
2: So if I so I'm going to go out on a limb here and I'm going to say D. Yes. I think you're kind of a Maybe a pioneer and an integrator. Those would be the two that I would say because you're kind of empathetic. You're always driving team. You're, you're a big dreamer, uh, always thinking, of, oh, I have an idea. I got possibilities. Is Agreed,
1: it, r- 100% on the money. Pioneer and integrator. So
2: can you tell before someone takes the assessment what type they are?
3: it depends what kind of conversations I've had with them Mm -hmm. and business chemistry is designed to be able to develop a hunch about somebody's type without having them take an assessment because it's really focused on how you work with other people and you need to be able to get a sense of who you, who you think they are.
1: And at the end of the day, it's great to click with people at work. It's not good to clash with people at work and hopefully there's, if I'm guessing right, there's something maybe in the middle of click and clash, so if you are clashing with somebody, maybe you don't have to clash. you can actually just get along with them better or maybe there's a tolerance but I'm sure we'll we'll you'll you'll answer that question, but I have a burning question: Why is it important? Why is business chemistry? Why is the chemistry important at work? Aside from the well, you'll get better results right We all know that what what would you say
3: well I think chemistry is important partly because it's about – partly about how we feel when we work with other people, but it's not only about that. Because you can have chemistry pretty easily with somebody who's very similar to you. Mm -hmm. You know, that's sort of automatic. Like, you understand each other. You think about things from the same perspective it's even more important to focus on those relationships with people who are different because that's where you have somebody whose strengths can bolster your weaknesses and vice versa. Mm-hmm. But that's not always easy to work with those people, especially yeah. if they're your exact opposite. Yeah, And so it's working on those relationships uh, where business chemistry can come and, and make the biggest difference for people.
2: So I have a question. Yes. What drove you to write the book?
3: Mm-hmm. Well, business chemistry is something that Deloitte's been working on for about eight years now. Mm-hmm. And and Kim Christopher, uh, who we mentioned, is my co-author on the book. She was one of the original architects of the system. Mm. I came along a little later when they decided that, you know, we're gathering all this data and we want somebody who can really focus in and do some research and some analytics around it. Kim and I wrote an article for Harvard Business Review last year, Mm -hmm. and that became a cover feature for that. And then we started thinking, you know, we've really got something here that we would like to share much more broadly. Mm -hmm. And a book seemed like the best way for us to do it so that anybody would have access to it.
1: Mm -hmm. Yes. So uh, as you are a social?
3: Social personality psychologist. Okay.
1: Can we... Let's define that for a second, yeah. because you're you're not a psychologist. I'm
3: not a clinician. You're not a clinician. Right. Yep. So,
1: so what is a say it again? A social social
3: personality <laughs> psychologist. Yes. So, social psychology is about you know how you think, feel, and behave, and how that's influenced by the situations you're in and the people you're interacting with. Personality psychology is much more about sort of who you are at a fundamental level. Mm-hmm. So, social personality psychology is about those two things coming together, so who you are, but then how it's influenced by the situations you're in and the the people that you're interacting with.
2: So you come into companies, you help them identify their cultures and how people work together and where there are problems in relationships, and then you fix them.
3: Well, I don't know that we always fix them. How it usually works, actually, is that teams will come to us usually for some kind of strategic challenge that they're having that they want help with. Mm -hmm. And often they don't even come to us asking about the the kind of interpersonal dynamics. But we often see that that's part of what's underlying the challenges they're having. Mm. And so sometimes they do ask specifically, you know, we really want this team to work better together. How can we do that? But other times it's, you know, they're working on... You know, developing a new vision or some other thing and the interpersonal dynamics are something that just play into it.
1: So in the world of assessments, who it is, I, I can't even, I've lost count of how many assessments I can name at least 10. I'm probably certified in at least five some look at emotional intelligence. Mm-hmm. Of course, there's Myers-Briggs, and that's that topology, And there's a whole host of and DISC, Colby Kaya, and right? And right? The are list you, goes so on. How does this differ? Mm-hmm. I'm sure. Have you had this question? How does this differ from other assessments out there that are used in the workplace? Mm-hmm.
3: It's similar in some ways and different in others. So one thing that people sometimes notice is that our types sound sort of similar to some of the other types. Or if you hear the descriptions of them, you'll notice similarities. Mm. And that is actually interesting because the systems often derive their types in different ways. Ours are mathematically derived. So Hmm. we came up with questions that had to do with things we thought were important in the workplace. So how you communicate, or how, how you make decisions, or what your relationship to risk is. And then we used eigenanalysis to identify how those clusters of traits sort of hung together. And we defined our types based on that analysis. So
1: very different.
3: Yes. Many of the other systems will start with a theory. And then they'll sort of identify the types based on that. And yet we come up with similar types. So this is sort of like an independent validation of everyone's work.
1: Interesting. Because
3: we're all trying to get to measuring what are the fundamental differences that matter in how people interact with each other.
2: You know what I really love about this is that it identifies, I don't want to say your weaknesses, but it spotlights your superpowers. Mm -hmm. You know, we all come hardwired to act and operate in a certain zone or a certain way. And what this really spotlights is, hey, this is your unique talent. This is how you contribute to an organization or to a culture, whatever it may be. Sure. And that's what this really does is by helping you identify, you could really hone in on those skills and improve on them. Cause I think a lot of people don't know what their unique
1: skills are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, in a recent show we were giving people one of the assessments that we use, which is where we quantify, um, I would say emotional intelligence mm-hmm. uh, traits yeah. and things that they can one know about themselves. So self-awareness and ask questions on an interview to make sure that the, they themselves would be aligned uh, with the culture of an organization they're interviewing with. So there's so, I find assessments are so useful, but they're only useful if they're meaningful and you can actually do something with it, mm-hmm. right? How many times consultants come in, you take all of these tests, oh, that was great, that was fun, and then it's gone. Mm-hmm. And they you're not you doing book. anything they with it. They give you a book, and what do you do with the a book? A booklet or a pamphlet you or your put report. It in your Look, you have your report. So I really, you know, I'm very excited about having you here because... Chemistry is not just limited to business, Mm -hmm. right? We click and clash with with relatives, with our own children, (laughs) and I'm sure we can figure out a way, um, with your help, of course, how to take chemistry outside of business as well. So listeners, listen up. We have a gift. We always have a gut wisdom gift. You're always giving things away. We love to give away. So tonight we're giving away five business chemistry books. And of course, you know the drill if this is not your first time listening, but if it is... You go ahead and you email me, not while you're driving, at dk at gutwisdom, dot com. We are giving away five. And um, GG.
2: Wait, I'm, I'm emailing you right now. No, don't email <laughs> me right now.
1: I have to tell you, last week, we had close to 100 people uh, email us for the uh, Gut Wisdom Self-Esteem Booster Journal. Wow. So tonight, however, this is not unlimited, only five. So stay tuned. More wisdom's coming your way. More drive-time traffic. A collision approaching
0: the Tappan Zee Bridge. More often.
1: Triborough Bridge is the problem.
0: Weekday mornings and afternoons on WCBS 880. You're never more than five minutes away from the latest traffic news. A lot of volume across the upper level now at the uh, GWB. When you need to know, we've got you covered.
1: Inbound Midtown
0: Tunnel, there's a stall past the toll. Traffic and weather together, plus the new bridge and tunnel update. Only on New York's traffic station. WCBS News Radio. Eight eighty.
2: Well, if you're tuning in for the first time, you're listening to Gut Wisdom. There are so many factors in the workplace that can influence who works well together and who sometimes has some challenges or some difficulty. And I'm sure you all know of people like that. Well, that's what we're talking about tonight: is differences, business chemistry. I am JG, aka John Gasman. We are here in studio with Deirdre Koppelman, the host of the best show. On the airwaves.
1: I would agree. And especially on 880. Absolutely. (laughs) And happy Memorial Day weekend. Yes. Yes. So, listeners, if you're just tuning in, we have to tell you this is a radio show. We have a goal. We always have a goal. We don't keep it in our shoe like Buster Screen told us to do. We put it right (laughs) out there. And it's to offer you wisdoms from the journeys of others, from the experience of others, so that every Saturday night we all get to learn something new From somebody else. And that's what this is about. So you won't hear politics, mm -hmm. sports, finance,
2: yucky yuck, fake news.
1: Absolutely. This is all stuff to help you in your life. Yes. Right? At home and at work. So who do we have joining us tonight? Tonight, to that end, we have Dr. Suzanne Vickberg. We call her Dr. Suzy. Can we call it Susie? Dr. Suze? Dr. Suze. She's co-author of a book called? Business Chemistry. Yes. And uh, with Dr. Suzanne's extensive research and years of practice, uh, we're getting wisdoms tonight on how to strengthen our work relationships, which I'm sure we can parlay into our personal relationships. So welcome back, Dr. Suze. Thank you. Yay. Mm. So you have all these different styles at work. We click, We click and we clash we try to avoid the people we clash with I sure do although I try not to clash with too many people so is it better to you know what creates havoc and what creates harmony when you're talking about the at least in your book in business chemistry the four different um work styles is it better what, what creates havoc what creates harmony
3: well, havoc is often created when people of opposite types are trying to work together without realizing th- how different they are and mm-hmm. why they're different. When you want to create harmony, it's easier to do if you start talking about the differences. So we recommend people actually have a conversation about it. You so know? give us
1: an example. So we already know. So listeners, if you're just tuning in. Um, business chemistry, right, has identified four different work style types. Uh, we have pioneers, guardians, drivers, and integrators. So pioneers, just to keep it short, value possibilities. They spark energy and imagination. While guardians value stability and they bring order. Drivers value challenge and they generate momentum. And integrators Value connection and draw teams together. Hmm. So, those are the four styles in the book that have been discovered in business chemistry. And tonight in studio, we happen to have, I believe, polar opposites. So, JG, you are a pioneer, correct? I'm
2: thinking about it. What do you want me to be tonight?
1: No, no, be a pioneer. I'm a PI. I'm a PI. PI, high P. Well, let's start with you are a pioneer. Yes. And Dr. Seuss, you are a? Guardian. Okay. So now, given what you said, create harmony, working together, uh, would would you typically click or clash? We would typically
3: clash. For sure. And tell me,
1: tell us why. Why would you clash?
3: Because I would be very interested in the details and really digging into those and in keeping some sort of structure and maybe following a script. And my friend JG would not want to do those things. Mm-hmm. He would be very bored with my details. Yes. He would chafe against the structure and the script. Mm-hmm. And so, so there's we'd clashing.
2: Have a clash. Yeah, okay. She would want to take me into the weeds, and I want to think big picture. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's, so that's so, an easy way right, for me we, to look at this.
1: Perfect. We've identified clash. Mm-hmm. I want to avoid Doctor Seuss, and I need to avoid JG right Mm -hmm. good everybody wants to avoid now how do you create harmony harmony how would you create harmony with somebody that you clash with
3: well we would talk about why we have those differences and then hopefully what we would do is acknowledge the strengths that come with the other person's perspective so instead of
1: putting them down
3: yeah so I might realize that, you know, while it's really important to me to dig into the details and, you know, have this structure, that might be kind of boring for people on a radio show. And so he could help me realize that, hey, you know, maybe don't go quite so deep into that stuff. People don't want to hear all of that. Hopefully, he might also learn that, you know, if he wants me to do my best, maybe he could give me a little bit of structure.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm.
3: And that way I'm going to do a better job. And most of us want everyone around us at work to do a good job.
1: And I, I would agree. And I would also add, like, if we look at this in the personal realm, right, we all, whatever work style we have, it's our style. If we're imaginative and big picture or we're detail oriented and structured, that's who we are. So we're not just that way at work. We're probably that way at home. So let's say. Um, we clash with our spouses. The first thing people, you know, you usually say is you always do this. You never do that. And we always look to sort of "Why? you know, why are, why are you doing it that way? Mm -hmm. Why can't you do it this way? And I think it adds language and support to, well, this is why, and this is why the way you do it is good. The way I do it is good. We just do it differently. Mm. Would you agree?
3: I agree. And I think that I've had lots of people tell me that they've learned about business chemistry and it really helped them at home to think about why, you know, things are so different with their spouse. And even here with this book, you know, my co-author Kim is a pioneer. Ah. So she and I are opposites. And we wrote this book together. And it was really interesting to go through that process because it helped us, you know, we would disagree about things. Like, I would think something was such an important detail, it belonged in chapter one. Kim would say, I think it goes in the appendix or not in the book at all. And so we were able to create a book that met the needs of lots of different types because we were thinking from different perspectives. And, you know, we knew that people who were reading it would have different perspectives.
1: Makes sense. I mean, think about parenting. I'm not a very good parenter. Well, you have (laughs) JG has four children. You have two, two. Mm -hmm. I have two. I don't know about your two. I know somewhat about your four. Totally different. Yep. Oh yeah. So you can't parent the same child. Uh, You can't parent each child in the same way. That's right. Yeah. Right. It's no different. That's right. They have their own styles too. Mm -hmm. So are these styles that you're talking about the pioneer, the guardian? Um, sorry, the integrator and the driver. driver. So how early on do those styles sort of surface? Like when you're in college or is it after your first job or what can you share with us?
3: That's a good question, actually. Business chemistry, because the questions are designed specifically for the workplace, uh, we don't, use it usually with people until until they get their first jobs. Yeah. But certainly, you know, our preferences for how things are done start developing a lot sooner than that. But we also find that, you know, as you get into different roles, they can shift somewhat. You know, if you're in a job that requires you to have a big picture focus and you continue to insist on focusing really deeply on the details, you're not going to do very well in that job. So you'll either change you know at least change in the short term
1: adapt yeah
3: and everyone can do that everyone can flex and that's the cool thing about it you know you're not stuck in doing things a particular way it's how you prefer to do it but we can all flex and do things in different ways and often we have to Mm -hmm.
2: does anything show up when it comes to gender are there any differences
3: yes actually. We find that women are more likely to be integrators than men are, and Mm -hmm. men are more likely to be drivers than women are. Mm -hmm. But with Pioneers and Guardians, we don't see gender differences at all. So it's really on that one dimension of of opposites. But of course, there are lots of men who are integrators, and there are lots of women who are drivers.
2: So, you know, you kind of remind me of, uh, there's a television show that I'm just constantly Watching, It's called Billions. You sort of remind me of Wendy Rhodes. Wendy Rhodes is that business psychologist who's inside the firm helping people figure out how to unstuck themselves. They're (laughs) stuck in a situation. They can't see their way out. And I see this as such a valuable tool. You know, if you understand yourself and you looking at things from the outside in, Mm -hmm. you could really add a lot of value in terms of helping people get out of their own way. Especially in light of communicate in communicating with others, mm-hmm. developing relationships, rapport, how to get through
1: things, so, barriers. So, if you didn't take the test, uh oh. How you mentioned earlier about hunches, mm-hmm. and how safe is it really for people to make hunches about others' uh, styles?
3: That's really what business chemistry is designed for: is to be able to use without an assessment and develop a hunch. So, you know, by asking yourself a few questions about somebody, you know, do they tend to make decisions quickly or slowly? Do they tend to embrace risk or shy away from it? Do they really seem to want to work on teams all the time? Or do they sometimes want to do things on their own? Mm -hmm. You can develop a hunch about their type. Now, we don't recommend that you just, it's not a one and done kind of thing. You don't, develop a hunch and then just say, well, from now on, you're a pioneer. And I assume everything you do will be pioneer like, Mm -hmm. Uh, we instead suggest that over time, you refine it, you watch them in different settings, you try to get a sense like, well, are they always a pioneer? Or is it in one particular kind of situation that they act that way?
1: Right? Because that that's, as we said before, the adapting, you know, you have to be able to adapt and flex to other people's styles. Yeah. And, and I believe, and I'll, I'll throw this in there, and I think you spoke about it in the book, empathy. Mm-hmm. So maybe you can touch on that a little bit. What does empathy have to do with anything? Even yep. though we think it has to do with everything.
3: Yeah. Well, <laughs> and that's that's really what this is all about. And some people are very good at it naturally. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, and 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 we noticed that about people at Deloitte. We had certain people who were just so great with their clients. They seemed to really understand them and walk in their shoes and be able to really meet their needs. And we thought, well, some people are natural. How can we help other people do the same? So that's it's about learning empathy and learning to pay attention to how people are different and trying to understand what they want and need and then flexing to give that to them whenever you can.
1: And tolerance. Yeah.
3: Yes.
1: Yeah,
2: sorry. That's a big topic. Yeah. And I sit here and I, I think about how inflexible I used to be. I think there there's still a little bit of that in me, uh, how I thought people were stupid, Stupid if they didn't see my way, and I get an attitude, and mm. like I wouldn't say, "Are you stupid or are you stupider?" But I, I would, be like, what do you mean? You oh, don't I heard understand? you. Oh, understand? <laughs> what do you mean you don't understand what I'm talking? Like, don't you get it? And that's because people think differently. Yeah. People operate very differently. They're hardwired differently, and. I think over time if you're aware self-aware as you like to say Deirdre you you begin to recognize that that not everybody's the same and you know what you learn to adapt and you learn to empathize and listen and you become more open
1: Yeah well you certainly to... have that that is for sure and and I think you know when my when my kids were in college I remember Carly saying to me she t- I think she took a Myers-Briggs and she was offended Right. She didn't like being put into a type. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're an ENFP or whatever it was. I remember. And I can understand that too. I think the key is, is that this is not something that is unchangeable. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be changed. It's just a matter of the, the flexibility, right? It's the self-awareness, knowing who you are, understanding where others are, having tolerance for other people's differences, appreciating other people's differences so that you're not uh, clashing with people. You may not be clicking the way you would if you have chemistry, uh, you know, right off the, you know, right off the bat. This is about learning
2: about other, uh, you know, uh, the way other people think and operate and coming to them on their terms. Yeah. That's how I v- really view this is how do you engage them? It's not how I engage people. It's how do I engage you?
1: Instead to, of why aren't you like me? Right. This should this is like a tolerance tool. I think almost yeah
2: it could be used in schools. You know you know how to engage them. You know how to lose them. You know how they make decisions. So this is all about communication and engagement.
1: So do we have a gift?
2: We have lots of gifts. Gut wisdom gift. Let me email right Memorial now. Memorial so weekend.
1: Book. Memorial Day weekend gift. Listeners, listen up. We have five copies of. Business Chemistry, great book, and uh, please email me. Of course, not while you are driving. Um, I'm sure it's Saturday night, so you're probably driving, but not (laughs) while you're driving. Email me at dk at gutwisdom g u t w i z d o m dot com, and uh, we'll put you in the name for the running five books.
2: And if you have a juicy work related story, we'd love to hear about it. What's working? What's not working? And. Tune into all of our shows by going to our website, yep. downloading the podcast at gutwisdom.com, and you could replay this later. And, you know, and there are blogs feedback. there, too, you know, Absolutely. with wisdom.
1: So we're coming right back only on Gut Wisdom on WCBS News Radio 880.
0: When you're on the train, it doesn't mean you're out of touch. Listen to WCBS on your phone or tablet. We're streaming live 24-7 with the news you need to know. Go to radio.com or cbsnewyork.com and you'll stay informed on your way to and from the office with WCBS News Radio 880.
1: Stress expresses itself differently for all of us, especially at work. You know, you can't just chill out the way you'd like to and de-stress, right, when you're at work. So... Research shows that there are better ways to cope with stress, get this, based on our work style. So, you know, I'm, I'm kind of curious about that. So apparently different work styles de-stress differently. JK, is that the
2: case? I don't know. Well, tonight we have in studio Dr. Suzanne Vickberg, and she is sharing with us Her Wisdoms, she's the the co-author, I should say, of a book called Business Chemistry. It's a wonderful book. You have to pick it up. And by the way, we're giving away five free copies. If you quickly email-
1: At the end of the show.
2: At the end of the show, not during the show while you're driving. And we'll get
1: back to that, correct.
2: So a couple of interesting things. This show is all about sharing wisdoms, what we've learned from others, we share it. And we want to help improve people's lives. That's really the key to this show. Business
1: and personal
2: yeah, it's all one life. Yep. Yeah. absolutely.
1: Who are you? Did you say who you are?
2: I am JG, aka John Gasmail, <laughs> f- and you are. De- I always forget who I am. I You are Deirdre Koppelman, the host of the show. I
1: am, and I always have to remind you. So, welcome to Got Wisdom, and welcome Doctor Suzanne Vickberg. Yay! You. So tonight, let's talk about this business chemistry, which we love. Uh, we've been talking about the different types, the different work types: mm-hmm. the Pioneer, the Guardian, the Driver, the, the Integrator. integrator. Yep. Okay, we already know that you and JG clash. You're I a, think we match. You're a guardian. <laughs> He's a pioneer. Okay. We figured it out. This is about tolerance. We want to appreciate people's differences. But let's now talk about ourselves for a second. Stress. Yeah. I don't know a single person. I don't care what your job is. I don't care how much money you make. It just, none of it, how long you've been in it. Everybody has work stress. And by the way, listeners, if you don't have work stress, God bless I you. <laughs> really want to hear from you, okay? I, the, that's a show in and it of itself. So let's talk about all the people that we know that are stressed at work. What does it have to do with their own work style? Or how, to, how, how does that manifest?
3: Actually, what we find is some people experience a lot more stress than others. And so the two working styles that, experience the most stress are the guardian and the integrator.
1: Mm, and we
3: actually find that pioneers and drivers at least report less stress
1: okay, than so, the other types. So just a second, if you're just tuning in, guardians value stability mm-hmm. and integrators value connection. That's right. So those are the two types that suffer more stress. Yes. Why? Purportedly.
3: Well, there's a number of reasons, but we, at first we asked them, we thought, well, maybe different types are stressed out by different types of things. And Mm -hmm. so we asked about lots of different scenarios, and we found that guardians and integrators experience more stress in every scenario than drivers and and pioneers did. So it's sort of an across-the-board thing. And there could be a number of reasons why. One of them might be sort of a physiological thing. Mm -hmm. So guardians specifically tend to be more introverted. And
1: oh, that's interesting.
3: Integrators—they're a little bit split. There's a there's a subtype that's more introverted, and there's a subtype that's more extro- extroverted. And we find that the introverts experience more stress. And other people have found similar things in their research. And partly, it may be due to like a physiological system that's more sensitive, so you just react more to things.
1: Well, it would seem on the integrator that because they value connection. They draw teams together. They're empathic. Mm-hmm. They're diplomatic. Mm-hmm. That's stressful, right there. Yeah, just being just Pe- people are stressful. <laughs> yes,
2: JJ. I I think about it from the standpoint of there would probably be certain words. I'm going to attribute certain words that perhaps you may say to me that would be automatic stressors. As soon as I would hear those words, like. No. <laughs> right. No, you know, organize facts, um, stability. I'd be like, Oh my God. I, I would start to cringe and I would have a physical reaction. Either I'd start sweating, or I'd be like, Oh, we're it's going so down funny. the path I don't want to go down. A
1: visceral reaction. Yeah.
2: Versus if somebody said to me like something like, Hey, I got something exciting, or we got a new venture for you, or hey, free, passion. I mean, there are all these buzzwords that mm-hmm. kind of come to mind. That I'd be like, oh, I'm in, you know, different reaction.
1: So how do do you temper down the stress? By type?
3: Well, we do find that the types have different ways. They sort of their go to strategies are different. So guardians tend to do groundwork. So they're detail people anyway. And if they're in a stressful situation, they tend to back up and say, oh, I need more information. Mm. Or I need to like look at this timeline a little bit longer
1: mm-hmm. so I can
3: figure it out. Okay. Whereas pioneers, their opposite, tend to go more for cognitive strategies like, let me think through the possibilities here or let me reframe how, how I'm thinking about the situation. So they have different strategies. Drivers tend to just jump right in and get started. Whatever it is, I'm going to just try to deal with it. And that actually was the most reported strategy by all of the types but drivers did it more than anyone else. Hmm. And then integrators seem to use like a little bit of each, but more than the other types, they will tend to use interpersonal strategies like like talking to somebody else. But the other thing we find is that pioneers who were the least stressed also report using the most strategies. So we can't say for sure that it's because they're using more strategies that they're feeling less stressed. But... Seems like it might be a good idea for some of the other types to try a few different strategies.
1: So I think there's a very interesting point there, right? So if I heard what you're saying, active listening, everybody, pioneers, those are the ones that value possibilities, Mm -hmm. opportunities, possibilities, and the way they are, they're the least stressed Mm -hmm. of the work types. Um, And they also come up with um, strategies to deal with their Challenges.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I would say that if you could, not you personally, if we could all learn how to think out of the box and be a little more creative when we are faced with challenges, no matter what our type is, mm-hmm. we probably would have less stress because I believe when you have a challenging situation, work or life, you know, if you stew and ruminate and you don't take action, you're not in control.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: You're 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 in the victim seat. So if you go to the, what are the possibilities? Let me brainstorm. Let me think about different strategies, different possibilities. Which is the type of a pioneer. Even if you don't live in that space, like that's not your home base, right. but you can move into that position. And once you start to take some action you're doing something towards de-stressing yourself yeah right yeah and it's one of the things that we've
3: found is that we can all learn from the other types so right. even though I'm a guardian and I tend to want to just spend a lot of time messing around with my timeline if I'm really stressed out, that doesn't actually help me very much.
1: Interesting. You know, so it's a so, different approach you need.
3: Yeah. So I could take some lessons from pioneers and mm-hmm. maybe instead I could focus on those possibilities or take the lesson from the drivers. Just get started. You know, I don't have to fix everything right now, but I could do one thing in the right direction. And, and that could Makes reduce sense. my stress more than, you know, adding some more meetings to my calendar, which is what <laughs>
2: I tend to do. So I'm curious, Dave, what do you do to, uh, to de-stress?
1: Oh, there's no, uh, whenever, and I have been in jams just like everybody else. My go-to is always, uh, strategic thinking. It is always, what can I do about this? What, what worked, what's working, mm-hmm. what's not working and ideas just naturally come to me. So, and I'm not afraid to, once I, an idea pops up into my head, I have zero fear of actually looking at that idea and saying, Hmm, let me consider this. It's a possibility. And, uh, let me see. And so I just, I just do. Hmm. I don't, I don't like to, to ruminate. S- I don't like to ruminate in yeah. stress. I, I always feel better and less stressed by doing something. Do you like to talk about it? When you're feeling stressed why are you asking me? I, don't <laughs> I know. feel like I on the... you're on the hot seat do I like ask the question do
2: I like to what so when you feel stressed, do you go back into your office close the door and be by yourself or do you want to get it out and talk to somebody about <sighs> I'm feeling stressed I don't feel in control uh, you know
1: huh. I, f- I don't know I, I I don't know I don't like to burden people with my problems so I'm not sure. Yeah, I think you internalize. I would agree. I had to think about that. Yes, Dr. Suzanne.
3: I was just going to say that we we actually found it interesting. We thought a lot more people would say they use social support or talking to other people. And- It was one of the least used strategies um, that we asked about, and we thought that was across the board, you know, although integrators did a little more, and pioneers somewhat, drivers and guardians didn't really go there very often. Well, especially
1: if guardians are most likely introverts. They're not talking to anybody. They don't want to talk to anybody. They don't want to be spoken to. No, I'm just kidding. That's me.
2: I'm kind of (laughs) in that that role of when I am stressed and I'm not in control, I want to be left alone. I don't want to be patted on the back. I don't want to be spoken (laughs) to. Just leave me be. And I find the other part of it is to get my head out of it the switch Mm -hmm. to put me back on the rails take a walk around the block Mm a little fresh air This is going to sound the craziest thing but a walk around the block a little fresh air all of a sudden i regain composure i regain control of my emotions and i can get myself back to where i need to be
3: that's a really good point because we call that a timeout strategy so doing something else Mm -hmm. you know that will sort of put you back where you need to be. And we actually find that millennials tend to want to use those strategies more than the other generations. Mm. And it's really important for managers to think about the fact that people de-stress in different ways. So if your millennials are running off to a yoga class in the middle of the workday, you might think that that's not a good use of their time, but it actually might be how they're managing the stress of their job.
1: Yeah, fascinating. So Uh, what was the most surprising wisdom? What's one wisdom you want to leave everybody with? Most surprising wisdom in all of your research.
3: About stress or anything at all? Anything you can choose. Oh, goodness. Uh, hmm, Surprising. Hmm. You know, I think... Part of what was surprising is people seemed less stressed than what we would expect. You know, you opened with saying that everybody is stressed, but we actually found a lot of people saying they're not that stressed. And we we did a survey with 40,000 professionals. Really? And a lot of people said
1: they're not that stressed Let's a lot of out. the time. Let's find out where they work. Yeah, exactly. Right. They all work at Deloitte in the greenhouse where everything is growing beautifully. Wusa, Okay, JG. Yes. I,
2: I have a question. How do people yeah. find you? How do people get in touch with you?
3: Uh, well, if they want to read more about business chemistry, they can go to businesschemistryblog.com mm-hmm. and they can connect with all different parts of what we do through there.
1: Love it. Love it. And 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 today, tonight. Special guest gifts what, Special gifts, Memorial Day weekend gift: five copies. We have five copies of the book "Business Chemistry." So, not while you're driving. I know I say that all the time, but believe me, I mean it. Uh, email me at dk at gut wisdom g u t w i z d o m dot com, and we've got five books to give away. And we want to thank you, Suzanne, Doctor Suzanne Vickberg. So happy to have you on uh, on Gut Wisdom. Thank you, for having amazing, me. amazing stuff. Huge gratitude
2: to all of our listeners. Showing gut wisdom, loyalty, and that's with a Z. We want to give big hugs and kisses to our friends here at CBS. I don't Intercom. know if they want your kisses, JJ. Nobody wants my kisses. Just, you can give them big, hug. okay, big hugs. Okay, big hugs
1: instead. Okay, big hugs. Okay, big hugs. That's good. Are, are you having barbecue this weekend? No barbecue. No? Chinese food. No, it's Memorial Day. What do you want from Let's me? Let's give a shout out to <laughs> our veterans. How about that?
2: That's a good idea.
1: Much loyalty, much gratitude, and um, go ahead. I'm sorry. We're doing a work. You want to talk about the workshop? No, no. We don't want don't to tell anybody time. now. Okay. All right. <laughs> you have to tune in and watch our blogs <laughs> for that. All right. Well, until next Saturday night, we wish uh, all of you listening a fantastic. Rest of your Memorial Day weekend and have a great Gut Wisdom week.
0: You've been listening to Gut Wisdom on WCBS News Radio 880. Gut Wisdom comes your way every Saturday night at 7 p.m. on WCBS 880 or anytime at gutwisdom.com. That's wisdom spelled with a Z.